Getting your day started connecting faith to life. Back to Austin Hill in the morning. Eight minutes past the hour from the Faith Radio Network. The scriptures say we need to experience a Sabbath on a regular basis. The demands of the marketplace say, go, 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 don't ever stop. How do we make sense of that? Bill English, publisher of BibleandBusiness.com in studio with us, talking about vacation time and high-pressure work environments. Where do we start looking at the scriptures on this subject, Bill? Well, I'm glad that we're starting with the scriptures. Uh, this is always something I love to do. Look, Genesis 2-2, God rested on the seventh day after he... Uh, completed the uh, uh, creation. And even though I don't think God is in a high-pressure job, if I can put it that way, I don't think God feels stress, uh, but he still rested. And uh, there's uh, there's implications there for us as well. I would say two other things. In Hebrews 4.1, we're told that we can enter into God's rest, and I'm summarizing here, mm-hmm. by living righteously before God. I think one of the most stressful things a Christian can do is to live in sin. Because there's this continuous cognitive dissonance, moral dissonance, and I would dare say that uh, they are living under the conviction of the Holy Spirit. And that's never a place that you want to be for very long. So um, we, we, we start by looking at rest, by living uh, righteously before God, and then coming to God. And in Matthew 11:29, it says, Come to me, all you who are weary and are burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. God, the closer we draw to God, regardless of the storms around us, the more we're going to be able to enter into a rest and a peace that really does pass all understanding. And do, in terms of the storms, as you're describing them, do demanding work circumstances qualify as storms? Oh, I think view? so. Oh, sure. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, I think so. Now, what do you say to the uh, the person who says, hey, Bill, that's great, and I love and respect and, and uh, cherish the scriptures like you do, but you, you don't understand. I know you do understand, but they're saying, <laughs> I, you don't understand. I own a company, and if I'm not there seven days a week, this thing falls through the floor. What do you say? You've been there and you've done that. What do you say to that person? Uh, well, I haven't actually said that. What I say to that person is, is you haven't trained your staff very well. Because a good manager and a good owner should be able to leave his or her business and know that it's going to be run properly and that there aren't going to be any um, surprises when they come back from vacation. So to me, that's a training issue when somebody says that. And what about the uh, the business owner or the leader of a nonprofit organization, for that matter, that says, but Bill, you don't understand. My staff is connected to my belt clip. They go with me everywhere my mobile phone goes, and my phone goes with me everywhere. And I, if I don't get every text, if I don't read every email, uh, a crisis will ensue. You, you know where I'm going with this, but yeah, how do you I respond do. to that? You know, in, uh, two things. Number one, that's pretty selfish to think that you're that important, that you have to be connected to your ministry 24 by 7. And secondly, every mobile device that I know of has an on-off switch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, turn the blasted thing off mm-hmm. and uh, and disconnect and in fact that's that's really one of the core talking points you really and in terms of a practical step you have to be able to figure out how to unplug in order to go on vacation i um I, yeah we got time for this i i yeah. uh received an email i was trying to get a hold of a, a business development manager at a much larger corporation recently and got the email back the auto response back he's on vacation he says look 
I'm trying to do a real vacation. So if this is really important, email me after this date. Otherwise, uh, you will not get a response. So it's you good know for what, him. You know what? You know what he's going to do? He's going to come back to a thousand or two thousand. He's going to delete them all. And because his out of response said, "Look, when I get back, I'm deleting all my emails. I'm not going to read them. If it's really important, email me after this date." Yeah, interesting. That's a boundary. That's a boundary. Yeah, wow. a very a very healthy one at that. I certainly respect that. Yeah, I I like it. Yeah, Bill English, publisher of BibleAndBusiness.com, in uh, studio with us uh, once again here at the Faith Radio Network as we talk about uh, being pro-vacation. There's a term for you, being pro-vacation in the midst of uh, a high-pressure uh, business environment. Here's a, a subject, I'm sure you've contemplated this, and I would remind those listening that uh, you are not only an entrepreneur and a theologian trained formally in, in theology and, and Bible, but you're also a, a licensed uh, psychologist as well. And I, I I was at a point in my life once, I was, uh, I guess, in my late 20s, and I, I didn't own a company at this point, but I had two uh, employment uh, positions, one of them requiring my time Monday through Friday, the other one quite literally requiring both days, Saturday and Sunday on the weekends. And I worked seven, yeah, I worked seven Ouch. days a week. But my wife could tell you stories about this. I worked seven days a week for... Um, well, let's get her pretty, on the air, you know, just you call her up and let's get her on the air. I'd like to hear about this. <laughs> Good luck trying. Anyway, um, but uh, but I, I worked seven days a week for uh, close to a year. And I remember talking with my pastor about this and he was saying, you know, you, you're burning the candle at both ends. This is only going to last so long. You need to take measures to take care of yourself. It really did take a toll. But one of the things that I contemplated in the midst of this, and I'm sure as a psychologist and an entrepreneur, both you've had to contemplate this does what if, if one is to um obey the scriptural admonition to observe a sabbath must that be specifically on a particular day of the week must it be sunday in other words some church traditions some jewish traditions would say absolutely yes what are your thoughts well your pastor's uh busiest day is on sunday Mm-hmm. And so pastors, by by necessity, end up usually either taking Monday or Fridays. I know a lot of them take Mondays off. So no, it doesn't have to be on Sundays. Otherwise, our pastors would all be sinning every Sunday when they stood up to preach and did uh, their most public part of their ministry. Mm-hmm. So no, but you do need regular time away. So are you in danger? Do you need time away? A two two rules of thumb. Uh, first of all. Um, you need to be sure that you're spending regular time with the Lord. If you don't even have enough time during the day to get alone with him and pray, something's wrong. And B, you do need to take some time away from work. It doesn't have to be an expensive vacation, but time away is real important. All right, let's uh, let's take a quick break. We'll continue with this time away concept. Bill English here talking to us about being pro-vacation, inappropriate measure, even in the midst of working in very high-pressure uh, business environments. We'll continue in just moments. It's now 16 past the hour. This is the Faith Radio Network. I'm Austin Hill. Don't go anywhere. Eighteen minutes past the hour from the Faith Radio Network. I'm Austin Hill. Can a leader in business or in ministry, either one, can a leader really take a vacation anytime 
Maybe a better question to ask is uh, how can they not take a vacation sometime? Bill English is the publisher of BibleAndBusiness.com. Great info at his website, by the way, BibleAndBusiness.com. You can contact him there directly as well. And uh, he's shedding some light. On the issue, you mentioned earlier that um, leaders, uh, all of us, at some point, we need to just completely unplug, detach from the electronic devices and the flow of uh, contact data and information and such. You also note one has to keep their boundaries clean and clearly defined. What do you mean by that? You know, there has to come a time when you simply unplug and the staff, your staff knows what to expect of you. So at the height of my business, when we were, you know, nine million a year, and we were, I was traveling all over the country, in fact, uh, in, in other parts of the world, doing my, doing the work that I was doing at the time, um, I still managed to just simply close my laptop and turn off my phone uh, every weekend for 24 to 36 hours, and I just did not respond to emails and I did not respond to phone calls. And uh, the first few months, people were pretty frustrated with me. But after a while, they came to realize, you know, I I don't need to contact Bill on Saturday morning about this because he's not going to respond till Sunday night anyways. So I might as well just wait till Monday. Mm-hmm. So as long being, keeping your boundaries clean and clear requires consistency, and it requires you just uh, in a very gracious way keep telling the staff this is what I will do and not do when I'm on vacation. Or when I'm away. Yeah. And, um, and, and one of the things you note is that uh, as we seek to plan for our time away and our vacations and such, we need to take measures to take the dread out of vacation. <laughs> Counterintuitive for some, but um, literally as much as we might look forward to a nice trip away and a break from our routine and such, there is a sense of dread, yeah. you know, having to let go of all the you know, responsibilities and then maybe even a greater sense of dread making the trip home. Oh, my goodness, what's this going to look like? What's the mess going to be like when I get back to work? Yeah. How do you take the dread out of that stuff? You know, um, well, you've heard, you've probably talked to other professionals who who talk about the dread of coming back from vacation. And this is a common thing among professionals, whether you're business owners or not. Uh, you're, you know you're going to be gone for a week, you're going to be gone for two weeks, and you just really do not want to go back to the office because you know what's waiting for you. Mm-hmm. And so uh, setting up those boundaries, and what is waiting for you, by the way, just let me define that. Usually it's a 1,000 or more emails you got to wade through, you know, 50 to 100 voicemails, and who knows how many pieces of paper that you don't want to see sitting on your desk. Mm-hmm. And so how do you, how do you uh, set clean and clear boundaries with regard to the dread of the vacation? I think you do that by completely unplugging from work and you set the expectations that you will deal with stuff when you get back. And then when you get back, you give yourself a week or two weeks to get caught up on all this stuff. And everybody just knows you're in catch-up mode. And uh, that's just part of setting the boundaries and setting the pace at which you can uh, respond to those kinds of things. So just to make sure that I'm hearing this correctly and everybody else is as well, we cannot, if, if I'm the, uh, the business owner or the vice president of, you know, whatever, uh, in an organization or the pastor, um, I cannot expect that other people, when I come back to work, other people will understand that, hey, I'm playing catch up. I need to set that expectation for other people. Yes. Am I hearing that correctly? Yes, yes. And in fact, what I would do is I would change the, uh, auto response on my email to say that I've just re, re, you know, uh, come back from vacation and I will be slow in responding to your email and I should be caught up by such and such date. And you just set the expectation. 
Okay. Now, Bill English, publisher of BibleandBusiness.com, what do you say to the person who has no idea how to set the auto-response on their email system? <laughs> you being, you know, a psychologist and a techie guy. And a techie and guy. <laughs> oh, jeez. You know what? Uh, go online, whatever client you're using, and find some training and look up auto-response. <laughs> Ask somebody else. Ask the, somebody uh, I can't explain that on the air here. I, I mean, I could, but it would be boring to everybody. So uh, no, I, 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 I ask and jest. But some of, some of us are saying, oh, auto-response? Auto-response? What's that? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Anyway, that said, um, do you care to disclose anything about, without being too personal, this is very public forum, I get that, any thoughts on... Um, your vacation this summer. Kathy and I are trying to find, because we're we're coming off of a business sale, and then I've been uh, in transition for a while. We really don't have any money to go to, like, to Maui and lay on the beach for two weeks. So we're looking at maybe just, uh, we live here in Minneapolis-St. Paul, so we're thinking about heading up to maybe Lake Itasca for a night or two. And nice. that, that will be our vacation for the night. The the larger issue, though, in terms of planning what you do on your vacation is to understand what fills your gas tank and then engage in that. For me, it's quiet downtime. For Kathy, it's activity. Mm-hmm. And so, <laughs> so, as you might suspect, we have to negotiate what we do on our vacations. It's a balancing act. <laughs> a little seesaw on the vacation thing there. Yes, it is. Yeah, but seriously, but, but I, I'm guessing that as a psychologist, you've seen some people who... Um, I, I want to say this gently, but they don't do that introspection. They don't really stop to consider um, what really rejuvenates me, what really energizes oh, me, strengthens yeah. me. Yeah, you know, you know how many people go on vacation and come back just blitzed, and they're glad to be back at work because work is less stressful than the vacation was. And so that means that whatever they were doing wasn't filling their gas tank. Yeah. All good insight from Bill English. Again, his website that he publishes is BibleAndBusiness.com. That's all spelled out, BibleAndBusiness.com. And uh, he's written on this issue of uh, vacation in the midst of high-pressure work. Good to talk to you. Thanks uh, Thanks very much. Let's revisit this um, this uh, decompression thing later in the summer, shall we? All right. We? Let's do that, yeah. Uh, we'll do it. Good to see you. Thanks very much. You bet. Take care. 25 minutes past the hour from the Faith Radio Network. Wednesday morning underway. I'm Austin Hill. Glad you're here.